me here on the couch Sadie dog is in the cage uh, looking over at the cat trees I do not see the cats so you guys know what that means actually you, you may not know what that means <laughs> but uh, they are upstairs shitting on my bed or maybe they're in the basement taking a piss somewhere where they shouldn't they, they have been known to do that everybody that was quite the fiasco for me this weekend but uh but there you go uh how's it going everybody how you doing you have a good day was it a good day a good day at work good day at school good day doing whatever the fuck you do on a monday i hope it was uh, why? Because as I just said, it is Monday, May 15th, 2020, Trace. Hopefully it was exciting for you, everybody. If it wasn't, have a beer, go to bed, wake up. Tomorrow was Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. If you're new to the podcast, thanks for listening to this horse shit. Thank you for listening. Uh, there's a lot of fucking things out there for you to listen to. And you've chosen to listen to this weird podcast uh i am the host Stu McAllister. was a comedian for a long time social worker for a longer time and now i'm making mistakes now i am i am back baby i am back selling dipping dots and i know a lot of people are like you disappoint me to no end Stu." and i'd be like yeah i i know i disappoint myself trust me everybody Get in line. Making mistakes left and right. But uh, but here I am. I am back at selling Dippin' Knots. For those who don't know, over the last two to three years, I've probably had 14 jobs or more. And I keep going back to Dippin' Dot ice cream. Technically, I work for the West Michigan uh, Whitecaps, the single-A baseball team. But all I do is I just sell Dippin' Dots to businesses and establishments across the great state of Michigan, right? No different than if I, like, sold a candy bar, Coca-Cola, or anything like that. And uh, today we had a staff meeting. We don't have too many staff meetings. There really isn't a need. There's not too many of us. But uh, we had a staff meeting, so we go, and uh, everybody was cracking jokes at my expense. <laughs> They love to make fun of me. They love to make fun of me. But I'm going to say this. They can all go fuck themselves because, you know what, they're all excited to have me back. And you know what, they've never told me that I couldn't go back. So what does that tell you? It tells you, the listener, that I fucking do a good job. Because if I didn't do a good job, they wouldn't fucking take me back like 12, 13 times or whatever it's been. <laughs> fuck. Uh, and I actually talked to the boss's boss. We're supposed to have a sit down. We didn't have a sit down today. But he, the boss 
came up to me, he shook my hand. He's like, oh, great to have you back. Always look forward to having you back. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Always looking forward to having me back. Jesus. And then he, uh, he was like, oh, we're going to have a sit down. I'm like, yeah, we need to have a sit down. Only because, everybody, I, I, I need to fully commit to this. Commit to the job. Because um, it's apparently a job that I like and I tolerate because I keep going back. Fuck. But it's a stupid job and I want to make it less stupid for me. I need to take on more responsibilities. More. Not less. More. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm coming up with a proposal. Things that I'd like to do. Make my life better. Make their lives better. Make me more money, maybe. More money. At least keep me busier. At least keep me at the point where I don't want to keep fucking quitting. Right? God damn it. God fucking damn it. So we'll see how it goes, everybody. We'll see how it goes. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. I, I, I today, today, I had a, a plumber come over. I had multiple plumbing issues. And I put a post on Facebook. I was like, hey, I need, I need a plumber. Can someone fucking come deal with this? Now, I had a couple people. Apparently, I'm Facebook friends with more plumbers than I was aware of. And I had a couple guys reach out to me like, hey, I'm a plumber. I can do this shit. Da, da, da. And the one guy, I messaged him. And I was like, yeah, man, let me know. Come out and do this shit. But he didn't get back to me. I'm like, well, then fuck you and your mom, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. So the second guy's like, hey, I'm a plumber. I can do it. So I messaged him. And I was like, all right, can you come out tomorrow or Tuesday? And he's like, yes, I can. I'm like, all right, you're the guy. You are the guy. I had a third guy message me, and I was like, well, no, I already got a guy. So uh, it's funny because I was messaging with the guy, and I said, uh, yeah, man, um, I'm just going to leave my door unlocked, right? So if you need to come in, the door is unlocked, the dogs are in the cage, they'll just bark. You, They won't do anything because they're locked up. This is what I need you to do. I had the kitchen sink the pipes underneath the sink were fucking shit. And then the uh, my bathroom, my half bath right there, there was some shit going on. It wasn't connecting as well, too. I'm like, fuck, fuckity fuck, fuckity fuck. And uh, I suck at home projects, everybody. I try and I suck. You need to know your limitations. And my limitations are I'm not good with my hands. I've never been good. I, I would like to be good. I'm just not good. And I'm okay with it. I am okay with helping out the economy and having someone come to my house and then me pay them for their services. Uh, you know, they, they had to go through uh, trade school or they had to intern or whatever, the apprentice or whatever the fuck it's called. They, they're like goddamn wizards. I'm a wizard apprentice good <laughs> and I will pay them for their service right like I am not going to take advantage of anyone who's good with their hands plumber electrician mechanic any of that shit that's all shit I don't know how to do and so it in the in 
uh, conversely, I would want those guys to go, oh, if I got to pay someone for therapy of some kind, then, then hopefully they would pay a social worker, a psychologist, a counselor uh, in kind, right? So I, you know, I just said, hey man, if you get, if you come over, just the door's unlocked. I took videos of the shit so he knew exactly what he had to do. And he's like, there you go. I was like, okay. So uh, the whole day I did not hear from him. So I'm like, all right, maybe he got too busy and he couldn't come over today. So I get home and literally not even 30 seconds, 15, 20 seconds, he pulls into my driveway after I get home. I haven't even gotten out of my car. <laughs> Very weird. And he shows up and I was like, hey, it's all about timing sometimes. So he came in. Uh, I took the dogs for a walk. Uh, I left him in the backyard. He's, he's working on shit. I'm trying my best not to bother him. You know, I don't want to bother these guys. They're doing their work. I don't want to fuck with them, right? If I, yeah, they, they, probably, they don't need an asshole like me staring over their shoulder. I know whenever I was doing work, I never needed some fucking idiot looking over my shoulder, wondering what I was doing, eyeballing me, whatever, right? Go fuck yourself. When I was a mover... When I helped my buddy with his moving company, we were moving shit. I always hated the customers who would just kind of like watch you move their shit. I'm like, why? Get out of here. Either help or get the fuck out of here. I don't need you eyeballing me, you fuck. So I'm assuming these guys are the same, right? I don't want to eyeball you. Just do your job. I'm trusting you to do your job. So he's doing his job. It's taking him a little while because there's shit to do, and I totally get it. So I'm just trying to keep my dogs quiet in the backyard. I'm fucking uh, trying to be busy. I'm, I'm uh, combing Sadie Dog, who sheds like a motherfucker. I actually pick up all the poop in the backyard. I never fucking do that. I don't ever do anything in my backyard, so just a fucking huge pile of shit back there. <laughs> but I pick it all up. I, I'm cleaning my my back porch area. I, I keep a lot of stuff there in the winter. I'm like, all right, let's. The weather's getting nice. It's getting nice. I can I can set it up again. So I'm just trying to clean everything out. It's all good. And then he's like, hey, I'm done. And I'm like, sweet, thanks, man. And then we go in. We're talking. I was like, oh, hey, he showed me he fixed the kitchen sink. He had to fix the bathroom sink. The bathroom sink, like. One of the attachments got destroyed. It just like, you know, corroded or whatever, wasted away. I'm like, he replaced it. Everything was good and good. He was done. I was like, fuck, great, great. What's the damage? And he looks at me and he's like, I don't know. What do you think? And I'm like, I, I don't know, but dude, you're, give me a fair price, I guess. What would you charge somebody? And he, he gave me the price and I was like, sweet. Do you take Venmo? And he's like, yup. And so I paid him on Venmo. Here you go. We're done and done. It was all good. Now this guy, um, he knew me from my life as a comedian, which was nice. And I think he's aware of the po of the podcast, of this podcast. I don't know if he listens. He didn't he did not say in particular if he did or not. And it's totally fine if he didn't. But we were just talking, and then he's asking me about, like, all the sports shit I have because 
uh, if you're new, maybe you don't know, I sell a lot of like sports memorabilia, you know, like jerseys and hats and I got cards and shit. He was like, how'd you get into it? I was like, well, you know, I got into it. Like basically it was like for me. And then there was a guy who was saying he didn't have a jersey and then I found him a jersey, and I just, I, you know, I was like, "Air man, here's a fucking jersey," and I and I mailed it to him, and then it got me thinking, "Oh, this would be kind of cool if I found shit, and then I could get it to someone who actually would like it, and then if I could make a couple bucks, it'd be sweet, right? Like that's how that's how capitalism works. That's how co- uh, commerce works, right? You fucking you have a product, you sell it to somebody, and you hopefully you make some bucks." But I told I told the guy, the plumber man, I was like, um, yeah, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Cuz it's it, you know, or at least don't do it like I I do it, right? Get into it like you're buying like large quantities of stuff. Like new shit. The majority of the stuff I got is like secondhand stuff. Like it's all nice and I sell it, you know, a appropriately priced but you know it's not brand new shit and a lot of people just want to buy brand new shit i'm like fuck fuckity fuck fuckity fuck so we got to talking more and uh you know i was like how did you get into plumbing and he's like well you know my dad was a plumber i'm like oh there you go you fucking you were born into the business man that's good to know you were born into it and, uh, you know, he's got some kids, and I was like, hey, yeah, have your kids be goddamn plumbers too, right? That's the way to go. Fuck college. Go be a goddamn plumber. <laughs> be a plumber. So I, I said to him later, I was, like, I texted him later. I was like, hey, man, what's the name of your business? I'll, I'll promote your business. Right? I said, and I said, I don't mean to brag, but literally... Six people will hear me talk about it. And it's like, well, thanks, man, but we don't really do like residential stuff. So I, you know, I don't exactly know what this guy does or who he works for. He's just some, he's just some dude who sh- showed up to my house. He's got a weird van full of shit. It's like he's got a Sanford and Son van that's just fucking full of crap that he found on the street <laughs> he uses it to fix my uh fix my plumbing i don't know but he did a bag of job his name was uh, i'll tell you that his name at least his name was uh chris brunsma nice polish gentleman <laughs> but he did a bang up job and i would tell you uh go use his company but Apparently he's uh he does he does does commercial shit not residential shit so but he did a great job and it was good it was nice it was nice to meet like we were Facebook friends and I'm pretty sure he and I had, we had met somewhere before he was fans of the uh, Eric Zane show podcast and so a lot of people uh, became aware of my presence I think and uh, through Eric Zane which is a good thing so so there you go. I appreciate it, Chris. If you're listening to this, thank you again. Uh, I told him to send me his address because I would, uh, his kids like collecting sports cards and shit. And I was like, well, send me, send me your address and I will fucking mail your kids some shit. It'll probably be shit they don't like. (laughs) 
I was like, let me know what their favorite player or team is or whatever, and I'll fucking mail them shit. So, so there you go. There you go. Uh, speaking of mailing shit, uh, if you're a new listener, uh, you may not know this. I've, I had a job at the post office very, very briefly. And I, re- I quickly realized, I was like, oh, this job is shit. <laughs> it's, um, you're pretty much, um, you're the post office bitch uh, when you get hired in. For like two years or so, you're the bitch. And uh, I just decided I did not want to be anybody's bitch for two years. Like, they'll work you six to seven days a week. Um, you, clearly, you're working in all sorts of weird inclement weather. You know, either hot as balls, cold as balls, rainy, whatever. And uh, I don't know what I was thinking when I signed up for. Clearly, this was shit I should have known. I don't think I was quite aware that they would own my ass. And you're you're like a substitute teacher. Like, you don't get your own route. You fill in for people like they're on vacation. It's their day off. They called in and they can put you anywhere. Grand Rapids is relatively large. It's got seven stations. So I could be anywhere within the city of Grand Rapids in those seven stations. And I was like, fuck. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck And so I said, I'll lick my dick, suck my balls, postmaster. I'm out. But I continue to have issues with the post office. I keep... I buy uh, I buy sports cards and people mail them to me and so uh, you know I get them in the mail and I people keep not not adding enough postage <laughs> so I had to go the other day I had to go on Friday to uh, get, get the mail I owed three dollars and like forty nine cents clearly this guy completely misjudged how much postage he needed he's like ah one stamp. No, many, many more stamps. So the, the, the station I got to go to is, uh, it's a weird one. There's no counter service. Like that you can't mail anything with them. Uh, you can't buy stamps from them, anything like that. It's like you just go there to pick up you know, your mail if it's on hold or you owe postage or whatever. And the doors, the doors always locked as a result because they don't have people sitting there at the counter. So you got to hit the buzzer and they'll come get you. But I, there was a, a customer already in there. So he saw me standing at the door. So he opened the door for me and I, I go in, right? And uh, so I'm like, all right, thanks, man. And so the, the clerk comes and he, and he goes, all right. He, he talk, He's asking the other guy, he's like, all right, are you here to get the mail uh, because of, like, uh, dogs? <laughs> because the postman can decide to not put mail in your box if they're, like, roaming dogs. And the guy was like, nope. And I'm like, me either, man. I'm here to pay postage on a fucking card. And the guy's like, oh, well, let me go in the back. And so he goes in the back. And the, the guy, the customer, let, let me in. He's telling me a story. A story! And he goes, I haven't gotten mail at my house in a year. <laughs> I was like, what? A year? And he's like, yeah, I haven't gotten any mail at my house in a year. 
He's like, my entire street apparently has not had mail delivered to their homes in a year. And I was like, none of this is making any sense. None of it. Like I told him, I said, I, I think there have been like several days in my house where I should have gotten mail, but I didn't get any. It's pretty rare, everybody, where you do not get something in the mail. Right? It's weird because there's, I, I discovered when I was there, there's so much junk mail, which they don't call junk mail. They get mad. The postman gets mad that you call junk mail because it's this mail that pays their salaries. These fucking coupons that you get, or nonprofit flyers that you get. That's shit that is paying their salary. So they don't like it when you call it junk mail. And I'm like, whatever. It's trash. How about that? Do you like me calling it trash more? Do you like it better when I call it recyclable material? Because half the time, that's all I do. I take it, I look at it, and then I throw it in the recycle bin. So you should be getting mail like all every day. Because there's that all that junk mail. But this guy, he's saying it, and, he, and he's telling the clerk. The clerk comes back, and he's like, yeah, I haven't gotten mail in my house in a year. And the clerk's like, what? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, "Is it why? Is it because of the, the dogs? Like, I know I asked you if you're here for dogs. And he's like, yeah, we got dogs roaming the area. But I'm just like, ah, fuck. Let me pay my goddamn postage, and let me get the fuck out of here. This whole thing is weird. And I told the customer, I said, yeah, man, I've, I've worked here very briefly. And I said, this place is a little fucked up. So I'm not saying that you, you, it's been a year for you because sometimes people, people don't know a fucking second from a minute. Right? So this guy, he could have said a year and it could have been like two weeks or whatever. Right? This guy could have been high as a motherfucker. High is giraffe pussy. What a weird expression. Have you ever heard someone say that? Oh yeah, I was high as giraffe pussy. Why wouldn't you say you're as high as giraffe eyebrows? Giraffe eyebrows are higher than giraffe pussy. I mean, that's just how fucking it works, right? But I just found that whole thing disconcerting and uh, weird, whatever. I haven't gotten mail in a year. Because, you know, if they hold mail, like, you got to go down to the post office. You got to fucking pick it up. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Oh, whatever. Whatever. I was supposed to, like, I, I order things through eBay, and eBay will tell you when, oh, this card was dropped off. Your package was dropped off. And I had two things today. Ebay was telling me, oh yeah, these two things were dropped off. And you know what? Neither of them were dropped off. Fuck. Fuckity fuck. Fuckity fuck. Neither of them were. Like, God damn it. So hopefully tomorrow. They show up tomorrow. Hopefully. Hopefully the the dumbass postman didn't fucking drop it off to somebody else. Now, I, I clearly, I know I live on a practice route because I keep getting new mailmen like every week, two weeks. It's always someone new. Today was like this young kid who looked like he was in his early 20s. 
And I'm like, ah, fuck. And, and lately, it's been a, it's a, been an older African American gentleman, <laughs> and before that, it was a woman. So they, I don't know why my street is on this weird route. It would, it would be nice to have the same goddamn mailman for a certain level of consistency. But do you guys know your mailman at all? Because I know normally I, uh, I work when the mailman is coming. But every now and then, I'll be home, and so I'll get to see the mailman. So I'm just curious if you know who your mailman is, if you have a regular mailman. It's always weird when, like, when I was getting trained, the, the one guy was like, yeah, I've had my route 17 years. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. I can't imagine doing the exact same thing for 17 fucking years. When you want to kill yourself... Apparently not. Oh, the mailman is also, he's the same guy who was trying to tell me, uh, because again, it's it, the post, the mail is a huge thing to the postman, clearly. And the color of the post office is blue. So he's trying to tell you like that the blood in your body is blue. And I'm like, no, you fucking idiot. It's, it's not, it's red. There's that whole weird thing because your veins are blue, that fucking the blood is blue. I'm like, no, man. Um, your veins might be blue. The blood is not blue. It's kind of like pipes are black. That doesn't mean the water and the pipes are black. Ah, oh, shit, I got black water. Unless, of course, you live in Flint, then it very well may be. But I was like... And he, he wasn't kidding everybody. He meant it when he said, yeah, the, the blood in your body is blue. I'm like, fuck, are you in third grade or some dumb shit? Fuck. Fuckity fuck. Oh, fuckity fuck. <sighs> did you guys have a good Mother's Day? Hopefully you did. Hopefully you, you sat down with your mom and you had a good Mother's Day. Um, all right, what is going on? Uh, I'm not talking about that, talking about this. Oh, um, I, I saw this, I heard a story about this, and then I saw this other story. Story, story, <laughs> where, uh, I, I, this is the time of year where a lot of kids are out playing organized sports, right? You could, the kids could be playing soccer or baseball. Maybe they're playing football now or whatever. And, uh, you know, it's fun. Sports are good for kids, right? It teaches them uh, how to win and how to lose. It teaches how, them how to work within teams, right? All these things are team sports. The only thing like, that wouldn't be would be like tennis, I guess. And who the fuck plays tennis? Right, right. Losers play tennis. <laughs> but um, so if you're going to play a sport like that, you're going to need to have umps, right? You need to have umps, referees, people who are in charge, who know fucking the rules of the game, because that's part of it too. You're learning rules of the game. A lot of, a lot of uh, games have certain strategies that you might use because of the goddamn fucking rules. So uh, I saw this this link, this article, 
um, about an incident. Where was this? Florida? Um, Alabama. I knew it was down south. It's an under 11 baseball tournament. Under 11, everybody. Under 11. And so it doesn't mean anything, right? These sports, when you're playing with kids who are under 11, it doesn't fucking mean anything, okay? You can tell me that it does, and I will tell you to go fuck yourself. The un, it, when a kid is playing under the age of 11, it should be for fun. You're learning the game. And clearly, there are going to be some kids who are better, right? It just happens. Some, some kids have had that natural ability. They got freak genetics. I don't know. Maybe they got Todd Marinovich parents that are fucking making them do drills till midnight or whatever. But for the most part, it should be for fun, right? It really, it shouldn't be until like 8th grade, ninth grade, I don't know, you're, you're a teenager. Where if you if you really want to fucking start getting better, that, like that's the age, right? And then you, you play high school ball. Maybe you're doing some travel leagues. What, maybe you go fucking play juco ball. And then you blow your shoulder out, right? That's how it fucking works. But at, at this tournament in the great state of Abilama, there's this video of this uh, coach of one of the teams. He is fighting with a referee. And it is unfucking real watching this. Um, I don't know why the fucking sound isn't playing for me. I'm taking it off the mute. Yeah, well, it's not. But, all right, fuck, play. There we go. So they're showing, like, it was the guy, he grabbed the umpire, and he threw him down. Like, the game is still going on. He threw the umpire down, and he was, like, beating on his ass. And now there's all these parents. It looks like there's a good dozen parents, adults, and they're separating the guy. He, yeah, God, it's just crazy. It's crazy. He tackles them like they're playing football. And kids are like, there was one kid like looking around like, am I supposed to charge the mound? Am I supposed to go help my coach? Like, what am I doing? And it's just unfucking real. I just, I don't understand it. Like, clearly things are going on where the, the, the coach, the parent, is a goddamn fucking lunatic where he thinks kids who are 10 years of age like, this is their life. They're going to become pros. You know how many people become pros? God, it's few. You're not going to meet them. You're not going to meet a professional athlete. You probably have not gone to school with a professional athlete. I know I, as far as I know, I didn't. I don't know anyone who played fucking professional sports. Any of them. So for this guy to go fucking psychopath on an umpire... The kids are going to remember this. They're not going to remember the game. They're going to remember fucking, hey, you remember when Steve's dad lost his fucking mind and he fucking tackled that umpire for no fucking reason 
because he called the guy safe at first. It's crazy to me, right? It's just insanity. And, and it's this kind of behavior that's going to prevent people from wanting to be umpires because it's not like these guys are getting paid a ton of money. <laughs> just watching the kid go, do I charge the mound? Do I start throwing hate? Like the kid dropped his bat and he's like looking around like, what do I do? I've never seen this before. Uh, so I don't know what, what ended up happening to this guy. Hopefully this guy got banned from the league. Let me see here. Yeah, it's not really saying what happened to the guy. But hopefully he got banned from the league. Hopefully he got arrested. Hopefully this guy fucking, uh, he's got, hopefully this is the kind of guy that's got to wear like a sign around his neck and he's standing at a corner of a very busy intersection and the sign says something like, hey, I was an asshole at a Little League baseball game and I actually charged the umpire. I actually attempted to kill the umpire fucking dummy but i bring it up because there is a uh, a town in new jersey and yeah it is in new jersey um deptford township it's near philadelphia so it's southern new jersey i always forget that new jersey like goes down south i always think of jersey as being next to new york city but it's also next to philadelphia right that weird little state that connects two metropolises. There's no metropolis in New Jersey, but it's connecting two of them. But they came up with a pretty sweet fucking rule, and I like it a whole lot. So what they have done, they said, uh, they created a rule that if uh, a parent or spectator fights with an umpire, they have to volunteer to officiate for three upcoming games. Now, I don't know how they're going to enforce that, but I fucking love it. I love it. The, uh, the commissioner or Little League president, his name is Don Bozuffi. Bozuffi? A nice Dutch name, Don Bozuffi. <laughs> John Bohuffy. He goes, uh, you're not allowed to come onto our complex until you complete three umpire assignments. Once you do that, we'll let you come back. I love it. People are very comfortable making officials uncomfortable. So it's about time that we reversed the trend and started making people uncomfortable who are harassing officials said Brian Barlow, who founded Offside, a Facebook page that calls out bad behavior among youth sports parents. I love it. Fucking put these assholes in a position, right? It's always one of those things of like, oh, you think you can do better? Well, now you're going to have to fucking do better. You fucking dicks. Little League International President and CEO. How do you get fucking this job? Little League International Stephen Keener said he thinks the solution is a home run idea. Little League International expects its participants and fans to adhere to the highest level of sportsmanship while attending 
local league events. We applaud the volunteers at Deford Township Little League for coming up with a creative, fun solution to shine a light on the importance of treating everyone with respect on and off the Little League field. Again, I'm not really sure how they're going to uh, enforce that these people do it, but I fucking love it. I would love to have them come and do it, and then the the real umpire that they fucked with is now fucking with them. And he'll just be like, hey, I got to do this shit anyway. This is my job, <laughs> you cocksucker. <laughs> Your mom sucks balls too, you fuck. <laughs> it's just, it's a pretty ingenious way. I just don't remember when I was a kid. Now, again, the only sport I played as a kid was soccer. I didn't play baseball or football or basketball. I played soccer. It was Ted Lasso. I don't remember anybody fighting with the refs. I mean, we kept score and everything. Trust me, everybody. I'm old enough that, like, in Little League, we kept score. And a good portion of the time, the team that I played on, we fought, we sucked. We were getting our ass beat. But uh, I don't remember anybody fighting. I just don't. I don't. Whatever. Whatever. All right, uh, I'm going to end on this because I, I heard about this and then I had to go find the story. Story. Because the whole thing is just goddamn insane to me, right? Now, when you, um, when you go and you have like a service done, like uh, you, you, you go and you get it, like the plumber. The plumber came, he fixed my sink in the kitchen, he fixed my sink in the bathroom, and I paid him, right? Now, I know at some point, it is, what the fuck? It is very possible that the sink in the kitchen and in the bathroom could break again. Like, 10 years from now, there's going to be some shit. Oh, my God, the fucking... Sinks pogged up. Uh, the stopper's fucked. Whatever. Right? I don't... I don't go back to the plumber and go, Hey, man, why, why the fuck is my sink broken again? You fixed it. Why is it not fixed? Why did it break again, you cocksucker? And that is, like... That's an example. I tried to come up with an example that was similar to this. Because there was a woman who... Uh, for her wedding, they got married. She got married, and she had a photographer come in. And the photographer came in, and he, he took pictures, you know, the wedding party and, and all the shit. And everybody's eating cake, and everybody's uh, dancing to YMCA or whatever, Mambo Number no. 5, whatever, all this shit. He's taking pictures. And there you go. He, he provided a service. He did a service. Here you go. Please pay me. He get paid. We're all good to go. That's the end of it, right? Well, no. Because uh, apparently, unfortunately, the um, the marriage didn't last. Oh, my God. The marriage didn't last. Only lasted four years, right? The woman is now... The woman is now wanting her money back from the photographer. 
The former client argued that the photographer's contract didn't state that he had a no refund policy, so she should be entitled to a refund. Now, I, uh, refund of what? Like, I took pictures, right? You could have gotten divorced the day after. Hell, you could have, like, not even have gotten married, right? You just, at the altar, you just decide, hey, let's just have a party instead. Let's not get married. And he's taking pictures. The photographer disagreed with her stance and informed the divorcee that he won't honor her refund request. Good for him. I'd, uh, I, if she emailed me, I'd have been like, who are you, bitch? I do so many fucking weddings, I don't recall. He goes, I would like to remain professional with you and just reassure you that you will not be getting a refund. It's bad enough you want a refund four years later. It's unfortunately embarrassing on your part. The bride claims she forwarded the conversation to her lawyer. And I'd be like, yeah, fuck, do it. Send it to your lawyer. I'm curious as to why you think you should get your money back. All right. I think the only time that maybe you should get your money back is if you're a dude and you go for fucking a vasectomy and then uh, you proceed to get chicks pregnant after the vasectomy. That's when you're like, hey, doc, uh, I'm not going to pay for these kids. You are because you were supposed to snip my balls. Snip my balls. The photographer's former client did not receive much sympathy on social media, and many users suggested the behavior she's displaying is likely the cause for her divorce. Yeah, I would think so. I would fucking think so. I'm sure she was a wonderful woman, and it was completely the groom's fault for the failure of this marriage, as she's asking for money back. Hey, restaurant. I ate this meal, and for whatever reason, I'm hungry again. You did not complete your fucking job of satiating me for life. I want, I want my fucking money back from goddamn the buffet, from, from Olive Garden. I want endless soup and salad. Jesus Christ. Unreal. I mean, did, I wonder if this woman legitimately felt like she had a case. Or do you think she was just like throwing darts at a map and hoping something would stick? Oh, maybe I'll fucking get some money back from this fucking idiot. Nope. I, yeah, I would be, yeah, bring on your lawyer, please. Let's, let's see where this goes. Uh, if nothing else, uh, and he, here's the crazy part, everybody. Uh, I talked about how McDonald's again lost another lawsuit about with hot food. I'm just like Jesus Christ. It, it, so it makes you wonder, like the legal system and, and juries and everything of that nature, like if they have their head shoved way up their ass. But it would be interesting to see. But if nothing else, he would get a ton of publicity. I think everybody would want to use the guy. Who fucking got scammed that way? The fucking railroaded by some jilted fucking bride. Ooh. Any of you guys try that? Any of you guys get divorced?
and try to get your money back from the caterer, the photographer, the DJ. Hey, Mr. DJ. Um, well, we had a good time way back four years ago, and we danced the night away. Uh, we're divorced, and I'm blaming you because you did not fucking play Just the Way You Are by Billy Joel. <laughs> All right, that's it, everybody. I am done. Thank you for listening to this bullshit. Ugh, you guys are wonderful. You are wonderbar. Uh, but if you guys could do me a solid, like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page, that'd be sweet. If you could go check out my Tee Public store, check out my Macari store, that'd be sweet. Buy some of that sports shit from me. If you can't find the links to them, let me know and I will send you the links. Buy some, buy an Andrew Luck jersey from me. Um, if you guys could consider subscribing to the Patreon, that'd be sweet. That's a paywall. Where for five bucks a month, you get a lot more podcasting in your life. Freebies are Mondays and Thursdays, and I try to podcast every other day of the week. So an, an extra five days a week, you are getting another podcast. So uh, so please consider that, everybody. Please consider that. Uh, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Search out Elemental Podcast. And then if you guys can do the six things for me, if you don't know what the six things are, it's pretty simple. Go check out Matt Harper. At, uh, Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram. And he's got a store on Etsy, Barefoot Gnome. He sells a lot of his artware over there. He makes a lot of gnomes out of clay. He does a lot of doodling and he sells the doodles. The doodle McGoodle. So again, check out Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram as well as his Etsy store, Barefoot Gnome. It's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. Go over to Instagram. And check out Bear Boards and Tables. That's Bear Like a Grizzly. Bear Boards and Tables. Uh, Mark has a little store on Macari where he uh, shows off all the stuff he's made out of wood. He makes keychains and cutting boards and knickknacks and all sorts of stuff. He made me a, um, a little frame for my sports cards. It's super sweet. I like it a whole lot. So go check out his Instagram page, Bear Like a Grizzly, Bear Boards and Tables. And then... Uh, You'll see the link to his Macari store. Buy something for him or uh, ask him if he can do something for you. Like I asked him, I'm like, hey man, can you make this card display for me? And he's like, yes, I can. And he did. And it was great. So go check him out if you could. And then head over to Facebook and check out uh, West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. It is a, a group. So you just hit the I would like to join button. And then if you're into... Uh, sports cards or any kind of sports memorabilia you got stuff you want to sell stuff you want to buy stuff you want to show off go check them out hit the old uh, join button and you will get accepted west michigan trading cards and sports memorabilia then check out uh the sunday slaw that's adam and stephanie house a married couple who eats a shit ton of coleslaw a metric shit ton of coleslaw so every Sunday, they post videos of themselves eating coleslaw, talking about their day, talking about all sorts of stuff, and they give the coleslaw the A of the A. So go check them out, The Sunday Slaw. Check out Extra Levels Gaming on Facebook and their website, extralevelsgaming.com. It's a uh, video game store that sells 
all sorts of cool video games for Atari, and Nintendo, and television, whatever. Uh, and I'm sure they got a lot of new shit as well, too. I'm not a gamer, so I, you know, I'm not over there a ton. But uh, go check out their website, extralevelsgaming.com, and buy something from them. And then last but not least, my boy John Midgley. He's a uh, social worker, swell fella. He's lost a lot of weight, and he's a magician. That's how he made the, the weight disappear, because he's a magician. He's got a page on Facebook for his magic stuff. It's Magic JBM, John Badass Midgley. So head over there for all your magic needs as well, too. And uh, that's it, everybody. I am done. Thanks for listening to this bullshit. You guys are great. I love you. I will see you tomorrow for Patreon, or I'll see you on Thursday for the next freebie. We'll see you guys. Have a good evening. Okay, bye.